Hello and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefni Early and today you are listening to episode 37, Faces and Places, as we look back at Carrick Rowing Regatta last weekend. Today's show is all about the Tidy Towns competition and the people who do such fantastic work in that event around the county. More on that later. On Sunday, I visited the regatta in Carrick and Shannon. I spoke to some of the organisers, participants, visitors and some of the service providers who make sure everything flows nicely, pardon the pun, through the entire day. Anyway, on with the show. We're down at the quayside here in Carrick and Shannon with the club chairman, Gabriel Cox. Gabriel, exciting days rowing ahead. Yes, indeed. We have a very busy day today. Now we're probably uh, the biggest entry we've ever had. We have 113 races throughout the day. And uh, the first race is about to start at 8.30. It's looking good for the day. The weather is good. We have a slight southerly wind, which is a tailwind of the course for expecting fast times. And we have a entry here from 17 clubs around the country from the four corners of Ireland, in fact, from Waterville and Kerry and from city of Derry and Belfast and Dublin and all over the country, actually. Regatta weekend has always been a pretty big social weekend as well in Carrick and Shannon. How important is this to the club and to the town in general? Well, we always had a long association for the club. In fact, we're unique. Where our boathouse is, it's more or less in the middle of the town and we always had fantastic support for the town and that's why it has kept us going for uh, the long number of years. We're one of the second oldest club in the country and that, that is largely due to the support we're getting from the town. It's a small town really as rowing goes but it's a very significant sport in the town. You're the master of ceremonies today for all of the events on the water. What are you most looking forward to through the day? Well, we have a very major competition here. Our president of last year, Tony Cain, died during the year. And uh, we have a record entry of our own crews. And there's a special cup uh, donated by the Cain family. And uh, that is for the most successful club at the regatta. And we're uh, hoping to compete strongly for that event. Any particular athletes we should be keeping an eye out for from a local point of view? Well, from a local point of view, uh, we have Fenton Early, uh, his brother... Uh, his brother Thomas Early won an Irish championship at University College Dublin during the, during the year. He won a university championship and an Irish championship and Fenton has fallen in his footsteps and this is his final year with the club and he has been very successful at regattas throughout the country during the year. And <clears throat> As well as that we have uh, uh, Gwen O'Rourke who is an up and coming young girl. She's only about 16 now and she's She's a girl that will definitely be uh, of Olympic standard, sorry, of international standard in the future. And of course, we have Frances Crine's daughter, Shauna Murtha, who is uh, an excellent oarswoman as well and has been very successful throughout the year. Well, listen, I'm going to let you wait to start proceedings and the very best of luck. Thank you very much. Thanks for talking to us. Now, of course, all the real fun at the regatta doesn't really happen on the water. It happens at the boathouse. And I'm here with some of the girls from Lagan Scullers. Who am I speaking to? This is Siobhan. And Siobhan, what are you taking part in today? Uh, we're doing a double uh, and a quad later on. And unfortunately, we're near the very end of the day. So we'll have a long day here. But some of our colleagues are going out in the singles first thing in the next hour. And so who else are we looking at? Because some of your colleagues have just run away. But there's a few left here. I'm Caroline O'Brien from Lagan Scholars in Belfast. 
And Carolyn, how long have you been rowing? You really want to know that? I started about 25 years ago um, at university at Queen's. Took a break whenever I had my kids and then I've just come back about five years ago and taught, well, learned to scull. I did sweep before that. And now I'm in the single this morning and the double and the quad today. So, Which one are you most looking forward to? Looking forward to the double. I love I love rowing in the double. And the quad as well. Dreading the single. <laughs> are you just saying that because your colleagues are right beside you and you can't let them down? Absolutely not. Know that you can hide in the doubles and the crew boats. <laughs> Whereas you just can't hide in the single. <laughs> yeah. So what's your situation? So I'm Karen Hutchison, Lagan Scholars, and this is my first ever river race and I'm rowing single today and I think I've been conjoled into doing a double as a composite with another club so I'll just go for it. And how nervous are you right now? With your f- yeah my stomach's churning, it's my first one. <laughs> my goal is to stay in the boat and finish the race. That's a pretty s- solid ambition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so no ambition to, to maybe take home a medal from today no? That would be an absolute delight wouldn't it girls wouldn't it? Wow yeah so just um yeah, not not too many high expectations, just stay in the boat and finish the race for my first one. Well, welcome to Carrick. A lot of people get their first row here, so any chance maybe you're a late bloomer for the Olympics? Maybe. Girls, what do you reckon? A whole Olympic team? Yeah, woohoo, bring it on. <laughs> now, a little birdie tells me you had a bit of a restless night last night. You stayed out in Leitrim Village, which of course is bank smack in the middle of the spot festival out there, and you were rather close to proceedings. We had Johnny Cash in her ear all night. Ladies, didn't we? Yeah. It was actually Johnny Brady, but he won't hold. He won't hold. Johnny Cash, though. Yeah, ring of fire. That's all we heard. Yeah, all night. Yeah. At the beginning, we thought it was a tumble dryer that turned on, but actually, that was just a drum machine. Well, I'm sure the local revelers enjoyed themselves, but for a night's preparation before a big elite event like this, your debut on the river, it probably didn't help matters. It didn't help at all, but do you know what? We'll be rowing to the beat of Johnny Cash. How does that sound? Yeah, we'll row to Johnny Cash. Well, if you win today, you're going to have to go to a country music festival every night before your race. Yeah, very much so. Sets a precedent, doesn't it? (laughs) Well, girls, the very best of luck today. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm over at the trailers and I've bumped into some of the rowers from Porter Down. So, who am I speaking to? Joshua Flanagan. And Joshua, what are you participating in today? I'm doing the club single, the club double and the senior eight. And what's your hopes? Um, I think for the single, I'd love to make the final. Same for the double and hopefully win the eight. It's a pretty big statement. It's like the centrepiece of the day. You mean business? Yep, definitely. What's your own background in the sport? Um, I've been doing it for seven years, but I've only really started taking it a bit more seriously this year, and it's been going well so far. So, And this is probably one of your eight partners, or seven partners, should I say? Robert Morrow. And Robert, you kind of going for gold as well? I will, just same as Josh from the club single and the, and the senior eight, so push as hard as I can and see what we can do. Could we be looking potentially at the, the final of the club single here against each other? Perhaps. I perhaps, yeah. I suppose all being well, it'll be a few poor down men in the final. Aye. And how does that work in terms of uh, club rivalry? Is there a pecking order, club orders, you have to slow down for him, or is it hell for leather? No, we just smack on and see who wins. Yep. And who has the, the best form coming in here? Probably wow. Josh, to be honest with you, but if I, can, if I can get out the start quick and frighten him, but if he can get the power on, he's normally, he can get through me fairly handy. <laughs> well, listen, I'm looking forward to watching you compete against each other later on, and then hopefully maybe challenge for the eight at the end of the day.
Thanks very much. Thank you. It's quite rare that I bump into somebody with the same name as myself, but Brefley Highland, you're uh, enjoying yourself in the shade here on the banks of the river. Yes, indeed. I'm the treasurer collecting the entry fees. Someone has to look after the money. And that's my sole job in the place. It's a busy day today. I believe you have a record entry. We have a huge entry. 116 races, I think, or 17. And I don't know many oarsmen or oarswomen there are. But a huge number, no doubt. And it's a hive of activity down here around Boathouse Bay. Absolutely. Everybody's trying to get in the water out in time for the races. Otherwise, they'll be disqualified. Tell us a little bit about the history of the club, Brefney. Well, it goes back to 1836, and long before my time, even though I remember a lot of it. I suppose it was started by the English people in the town at that time because it was a, a sport of Englishmen, really. And then after independence, probably the Irish took over. But there were Irishmen in it long before independence. Johnny Dunn, who was Angus's father, Pat Dunn, uh, were in the club, rode for the club and were officers of the club. It was a huge social event, or a gata, say from 1920 to 1960 or so. Then it gradually went downhill for, for a while, and then it came back again. So <laughs> we're very successful at present, and huge numbers in the club rowing as well. There's over 70 rowing, most of them girls, and they're all competing today. Well, Bethany, I'm going to let you off to do your, your job of collecting all the funds for the club and keeping the show on the road, and That's the very best of luck for this. Thank you very much. Now, I mentioned at the top of the programme that the show was brought to you today by the Tidy Towns Committee. Well, that's not the full story. One of our listeners, Jeannie Riggs, who lives in Baltimore, Maryland, in the USA, sponsored today's show. And she wanted to dedicate this to say thank you to everybody who participates and who helps out with their local Tidy Towns Committee and the work that they do all over, not just the county, but the country, but specifically in Leitrim. Her ancestors hail from Anna Duff in County Leitrim, and she visited here three weeks ago and has been following the show as a way of keeping in touch with her Irish roots. We look forward to welcoming you back to Ireland in the future, and hopefully you'll spend a little bit of time in Leitrim and get to know your distant cousins and the place where your family came from originally. Thank you so much for reaching out, for supporting the show, and to dedicate it to the Tidy Towns committees in every town and village across the county is a really, really nice gesture. Thank you very much, Jeannie. We'll get on with the rest of the show. It's back to Carrick, to Boathouse Bay and the regatta. And when we spoke to Gabriel Cox earlier, he mentioned the Tony Kane Memorial Trophy. And I'm joined by Tony Jr. Mm-hmm. to talk about the legacy of that particular trophy but also his dad's involvement with the club over the years. Tony welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Um, yeah we, um, myself and my two sisters Annette and Michelle, um, I suppose you know with the loss of dad last year he was involved in the club since he was 14. My mother used to quip that he was uh, a sh- or she was a Shannon widow like you know so um, and I suppose you know you want to put something back into the club and we're just thinking you know we'll get a perpetual trophy so we just got all together and we picked a lovely cup. Ivan Keeney 
got the engraving done for us there. You know, it's going to, and actually we didn't know what sort of section, what club, like was it the Skulls or was it the Fours or, so Mick O'Rourke, who was involved in the club, decided that the overall winner today is going to be presented with the cup. So, and I think some of the kids here, like, you know, they'll see the cup, they'll kind of be thinking, oh, we want to get that, like, you know, because it's nice looking, you know, and I think, you know, it's, it's just plain and simple as the way he was, like, you know. And what I like about it is that every single race today counts towards that effectively. Yes, it does, you know. And like, um, I suppose the kids today probably, I know that a lot of the clubs might not know about the cup. So we're bringing the cup in a little bit earlier today and we're going to put it on display, like, you know, and uh, we're going to do a presentation sort of like uh, with Keith Nolan, say, around lunchtime. And I say maybe everybody's had a break, they're going to be here. So they'll all see it at lunchtime, you know, so hopefully. How big did the rowing club play in your lives growing up? Oh, I think the club, the rowing club was kind of played the first fiddle in our house. Everything else came after the rowing. I suppose, like, you know, in the olden days, the regatta went on for more than a day. It was on for two weeks with marquees out of glances, dancing, you know, fundraising, stuff like that, you know. Uh, you, you could nearly say Dad was gone for a full week, like, but he he lived, he breathed. Like, there was there's certain people in small towns that give their life to clubs, like, you know. I was just thinking of Michael O'Brien and all the athletic club what he gave to the athletic club over the years and dad was the same at Rowan he just he just loved teaching Rowan he just loved Rowan himself like he was a founder member of the London Irish Rowan Club when he went to England because when they went to England they had nothing but they wanted to row all they wanted to do was row and they were in a pub one night and they decided on the back of a beer mat how oh, we'll set up a, the, the London Irish Rowan Club and um, they actually had no boats so they went to a club a very distinguished club in England called Leander and asked them, could we borrow a boat? <laughs> they laughed at that, like, you know, and they said, oh, look, we give them a boat to keep them quiet. And they gave them one of the heaviest boats on the river at the time. And they had all these new mod con boats. The, the Irish lads just got into the boat and rowed, and they were just beaten by, you know, according to Dad, it was just the ball on top of the boat. Like, it could have been a lot more, but that's their story. And I suppose we have to stick by it. We'll never know. <laughs> You mentioned before we started having the, the proper chat here about a cup that you found that dates back and has links to Oxford Rowing Club. Yeah, we, um, we, I suppose like, you know, you don't want to be going through people's belongings, but like um, we found a cup in, in his old press. He was very, I suppose, how would I put it? He liked things in the right places, you know, and he loved tradition. And there was a cup in it and the cup was the Jesus College Scratch 4 Cup. And we were just, it was a, a, an old cup, it was 1864, and we thought, it's sad to see it in a press. And I know maybe he had, he had sentimental values, but he's not here anymore, and I was thinking, he'd give it back. So I made a call during the week, and I got in touch with the college, they still do the row, and they have a regatta like we have here, and they were just very happy that, you know, we got in touch with them to give back the trophy, you know. So it'll be good to send it back home, where it belongs. What about the next generation? Are any of Tony's grandkids into their own at all? Uh, I, look, at, uh, it's early days yet. They're, they're still young. Like, you know, I suppose they'll all fall into it eventually. We don't push them. Like, there's, there's a lot of Gaelic in my house at the moment. But um, I know um, Michelle's, one of Michelle's girls does a little bit of rowing. It's not as competitive, like, you know, as Dad. If Dad was around, I'm sure we'd all be rowing. Everyone, even myself at my age. But um, no, not yet now. But look, maybe they'll get into it lately, um, later on. Well, listen, congratulations on being involved and, and taking the step of, of remembering your dad. It's, yeah. uh, it's great to see those traditions living Lovely. on in the club. Thanks very much. Of course, when you host an event like the regatta on the River Shannon, water safety and safety in general 
comes into play in a major way. And I'm joined by Brian Sweeney from Leitrim Civil Defence, who's responsible for everybody's safety here today. Brian, welcome to the show. Good morning, Brefney. Brian, tell us a little bit about what's involved in making sure that everybody here goes home safely this evening. Okay, Brefney. Well, we've been working with uh, the Rowing Club here in Cork and Shannon for quite a number of years. And what we provide effectively is uh, assistance on the water and off the water. Off the water, we provide an ambulance and uh, uh, trained emergency first responders to provide whatever assistance is necessary. And on the water, we have safety boats. And our role this morning is to effectively block off the Shannon from normal cruiser traffic while the race is underway. And uh, we've been on the water this morning from about 8 o'clock. In terms of events like this, insurance is playing a major problem with events all over the country. How do you help organisers like the Rowing Club here in Carrick? Well, effectively, we would be part of Carrick and Shannon Rowing Club's safety plan on the day. Uh, We don't get involved uh, with insurance as such other than we provide a particular service either on the water or off the water and obviously that goes uh, a long way towards uh, allowing the club to be able to actually carry out their activity on the water and off the water. Have any of your members got a little uh, growth for the rowing at all? No chance to see them in a boat later? No, I think they preferred the powered version. They're, They're not into the athletics so far. Well listen Brian, keep up the good work and I won't disturb you anymore from keeping everybody, everything running smoothly here. Okay, thank you Rafi. I'm here in Boathouse Bay and I'm speaking to the Carrick Rowing Club captain, John Lowe. John, it's a, a hive of activity around the Boathouse today. Yes, it is. This morning, um, well, it, it'll, it'll get busier as the day goes on. People um, usually start the regatta with small boats and then build up into quads and eights later on. In terms of the history of the event, you've been involved in this a long time. Not quite 163 years, though. Uh, no, but uh, since, I think, nine seventy. One, I think, was the first time I was at a regatta. I can remember being at the regatta. So um, it's been quite a while. Your job today is basically to manage everything that happens here at the boathouse. Uh, yeah, just uh, oversee and uh, delegate. The secret of management, delegate. What are the hopes here for our own local rowers? Well, uh, we have today, this year we have a, a, a new cup presented by the Cane family in uh, memory of Tony, who was the mainstay of this club for many, many years. The club with the most wins will uh, be presented with a perpetual trophy. And in terms of any local athletes here from County Leitrim, anyone that we can expect to feature? Fintan Early in uh, uh, men's skulls. Um, Shona Murta will be a, a daughter of Francis Crime. I would hope she will win and um, we'll see what happens with the rest of them. No, John, I'm not going to distract you anymore from keeping up on top of everything that's going on. Uh, best luck for the day. Thank you very much. We are also giving away a fantastic prize this week on the show. Thank you to James McDowell and Train and Gain in the Mulvey Centre in Courtubber, Carrick and Shannon. We are giving away 12 weeks worth of gym membership with 24 personal training sessions included. It's worth well over €1,000 to one lucky listener to the show and we are giving it away. All you have to do to enter the all you have to do to be in with a chance of winning that is going to our website leitrimdaily.com and tell us why you should win it. One lucky winner will be chosen, and you will get the chance to get yourself into really good shape over the course of three months with the 12-week programme and 24 training sessions. The very best of luck 
don't forget leitrimdaily.com click on the link enter your details and you could be chosen Based on exposed Carrigan Shannon and Queen's University Belfast UCD composite or, or understatement the Rick Spores is under a rain out tonight, so the next state goes. Carrick and Shannon, and then station one, Queen's University, Belfast, UCD, both on a mail too. Carrick and Queen's deposit about to go through the bridge. Come on, Ella! Queen's leading. Well, Lord Queen's, well, Lord Carrick. Ella Brogan, you've just won the mixed four. You've had a busy day. I have, yeah. I've raced the mixed double, the single, and now just the mixed four. Have you got anything else lined up for the rest of the day? I'm going to be coxing the men's club four, the senior four, and the men's senior eight. How weird is it to be back here with Queens and not being in the colours of, of Carrick? I've done it a few times now, so it's always nice to bring my friends from Belfast back down to Carrick so they can see where I've rode because we um, tend to go back to where other people have rode. So there's a big crowd that rode as juniors from Porta Down and are now racing for Queens, but they're still with their Porta Down um, crewmates as well. So yeah, it's nice to have them here. In terms of your own month or so, it's been a busy time with the national championships and also then with the home internationals. Yeah, no, Homes internationals is a great regatta because it's almost like an athlete's first experience of, um, well, usually their first experience of international racing. So it just gives a good start into, you know, seeing what the standard is like and, you know, experience seeing really high standard crews and as well it's always good fun like everyone has so much fun over there and you always make new friends from all different parts of the country in terms of your own experience what did you learn from the home internationals this time around um oh i don't know i suppose i just learned that you never really know what you can predict at home internationals sometimes you'll have people that have raced big big international events like world championships and they could be in the lane beside you or you could have people that are racing as juniors and they've got very little experience but have a lot of potential so you just never know what you could see at the homes. In terms of your own race finished fourth but the last quarter was particularly strong compared to the other crews. How did the race go for you? I think the race went to plan. We did as well as we could. Kira, my double partner, she's still only, she's just about to turn 17 so she's I suppose has very little experience compared to some of the people we we're racing that have been on the international circuit for years and years but I think we raced the best race we could have done so even though maybe it wasn't the best result we'd hoped for we were both happy we both knew we had a very set plan in our heads of how we were going to do it and we both knew ourselves that we needed to put in a massive push at the end and that was the best we could have hoped for I think maybe if we'd gone a little bit earlier, we might have caught the English crew that came third, but we were both happy anyway. And in terms of the future, what's next for you in the sport? I have no idea. I'm just going to have to take things as they come. Are there ambitions to be involved with Irish squads down the line? Yeah, I think that it, it's always lovely to represent Ireland. It always makes me feel really proud, so I would hope to, in the future, do that again. Well, enjoy the rest of the day and Thank the best of luck. Thank you.
Shauna, you've just won the Senior Women's Skulls. Happy? Yeah, it's good. race is tough enough against Ada Brogan, who's also a former Carrick rower, who's with Queen's, and she's a lot behind her as well. So, no, it was a nice race, good. Nice condition. Well, it's all right conditions, but, no, it's going grand. <laughs> Obviously, being a daughter of Francis Cryan, you're always <laughs> going to be drawn to the rowing club. What's it like having that moniker on you every time you take to the water? <laughs> it's, it's tough enough fun to have just with the background of all and her how far she got with it um, but it's good to know that she's there and she has great tips to pass on to us all here at the own club <laughs> um, no it's it's nice no, it's a good experience to get from her from someone who got so far and flying it by <laughs> You're getting distracted here by your friends yeah. walking by. It's not really very fair to you. Um, in terms of your own ambitions in the sport, where will we be seeing you in the future? God, I've no clue yet. To see where we get to yet this year, I suppose, with the leaving certain all this year, I didn't get like the experience where I could have with the training-wise, but hopefully now, in the coming year, I'll up it up again, get back into it and see where that gets us. Where would you like it to end up? Oh God, I don't really know that yet. You've just beaten Ella in a, in a race, which she's just home from the home internationals. Would that be an ambition to represent Ireland, following your mother's footsteps? It would be nice, yeah. I suppose she's lightweight, so there's definitely different competition there with heavyweights. It would be nice to get that far, just training-wise, to get it up and see how far I can get first. <laughs> well, well done again today. Perfect, thanks a million, Rocky. And that, folks, is all we have time for today. Some good news and some bad for the end of the regatta. Unfortunately, the weather played havoc with the final series of races and the event had to be called off earlier than planned with some of the later races in the day not going ahead. And that was down to the huge thunder and lightning storm that came in over the Shannon in Carrick and Shannon on Sunday evening. What that did mean, though, was that victories earlier in the day ensure that Carrick Rowing Club would be the first winners of the inaugural Tony Keane Memorial Cup. And some might even say he had a hand in the weather conditions turning at a very favourable time for Carrick Rowing Club. Either way, a great day's entertainment despite the weather, really good camaraderie and community spirit around the whole day. And I had an absolute ball getting to meet some of the organisers and participants in the event. I'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Leitrim Daily. Until then, mind yourselves, we'll talk to you tomorrow.